Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Welcome back to Master Your Mindset Podcast, episode 73. And in this episode, we discuss how relationships are king as part of promoting Colin's new book, Culture is King, releasing in October And we do this with a very special guest. That's Emmy Award-winning filmmaker Jason Johnson. Hope you enjoy. What's up, everyone? Colin Henderson here, Master Mindset LLC. I got an LLC now. Oh. You official? You like that? Yeah, we official. I'm you a, you real real? I'm not a businessman. I'm a business, business man. Man, <laughs> this is one of my best friends, Jason Johnson, Emmy award winning author. Nope. Not why I say author. I'm Emmy, not an author. Emmy award winning filmmaker. I want to write a book though. Filmmaker. Colin um, writes so many books that he just thinks author. everyone else is authors. <laughs> well, you probably could author a book if you wanted. I would love to. Emmy award winning filmmaker. So. Man, you make what up, Joey? You make short movies. Breakaway in the house, like like mini movies. That's it. Really, that's what you do. That's what I do. This guy travels the world. Um, he has a Grey Cup ring. Former quarterback at Arizona, left as the career passing leader, and he is in the Hall of Fame, the Puyallup Bulls basketball AAU Hall of Fame, sixty-two and two. Yeah, our eighth grade year. So <laughs> Jason played uh, at Rogers High School, Puyallup, Ferrucci, Aylands. What elementary school? Sunrise. Sunrise Elementary. It's new now. Yeah, I know. Rams and Lambs. Um, Guys, but we're talking about how relationships are king. I have a new book coming out soon called Culture is King. And I want to sit down with thought leaders in my network that we can pull out of and learn from them. And Jason is someone that I've just, after college, man, you created this life. I like to say, don't find yourself, create yourself. This dude created himself from nothing. And let's talk about the origin at Arizona. One of the first, the seasons on ESPN is what started this whole thing, right? Yeah, exactly. I was um, playing quarterback at Arizona and my junior year, I was just about to be the starter. And our head coach, John Makovic says, oh, by the way, we're going to have a camera crew following us this entire year. And it's going to be on ESPN. It's going to be called the season. And so I was like, this is my internship. Basically, right? Yeah. It was like I knew I was going to play football, but I was like, Max, I, I had no uh, idea if I was going to go pro, not. I yeah, mean, yeah. at best, I was hoping for like a year or two, and I got a cup of coffee with the Bills. But um, when ES, this six man ESPN crew came out, you know, we're talking relationships today a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm like, this is my internship. I immediately became like best friends with those guys. Mm-hmm. After practice, I would go over to their house learn how they were using this editing machine. And back then it wasn't on a laptop. It was like this entire room was like their editing machine. (laughs) After the season was over, I went and slept on their couch as they put the whole show together. And I'm like, teach me just all of this, what cameras Mm -hmm. are you using? What editing are you using? Um, The director of that show went on to be the lead editor on the voice for like the last 20 years. This is the voice. And uh, I never got on that show. I was hoping I'd get a call. (laughs) But uh, 
anyways, the point is like, I could have just been focused on football and focused mm-hmm. on that. But instead I was like, here's an opportunity to meet someone, to create a relationship, uh, create a friendship. And yeah. all of those things literally opened the door to me doing what I do now, which is, uh, you know, producing TV shows and documentaries. And what I think is interesting is how'd you know that that was the route you wanted to go? Cause I remember in ninth grade, Ferrucci Cougars. This dude made a highlight tape. I made so, a sick, sick one. So, Rogers, so what? <laughs> what? What was the draw for you in in making film? Um, in, in, you know, video production. You know, it's funny because like I, growing up, I always thought I would make like movie movies, right? Mm-hmm. Like, um, I don't know. I I just I loved Star Wars growing up. I loved like Luke Skywalker. And, yeah. More, I was more of a Han Solo guy. Use the force. But um, like we used to like during Christmas break, we would make like mini movies with like our Star Wars action figures. Like it's just, oh my God. I always knew it was what I wanted mm-hmm. to do. My senior year of high school to graduate Puyallup School District, you have to do a senior project. Mm-hmm. I went and worked with an editor in LA and I actually wrote my paper on like special effects and graphics and how Hollywood was ready for a movie about gladiators. And that would be the movie I would make. The day after I turned my paper and I went in and I saw the trailer for Gladiator. No way. I was on it back then. I knew what you was were, next. You were ahead of the game. <laughs> yep. Um, but tell us about how you do connect. How did you connect with those guys that were filming? Like, how did you? I think people want they they realize that it's it's about people, mm-hmm. but sometimes they might be nervous or maybe they I want to bug them. Mm-hmm. So what did you do to bring value? I guess you were the quarterback, so they probably wanted that inside. They wanted in scoop. That, that that's, that's kind of like it's kind of like teaching how do you sell yourself to connect with people that have the stuff that you that, that you, you you want, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, you know first you just got to care about people generally mm-hmm. and just know that yeah absolutely. you never know where any the force is strong with you, dude. Says Joey Merlick, dude. Joey Merlick, ultimate relationship guy, right there. Yeah, amazing dude. What up, Joey? Um, speaking of, we should talk a little bit about Breakaway because that literally is well, we, we will, relationship sure. central. Yeah. Uh, is this on the Facebook Live or is this part of the podcast? This is everything. Both. We got oh, podcast and Facebook Live. <laughs> okay. Dual. T Money is on the ones and twos. T Money back here. Yeah. You got you got to edit that part out. <laughs> I'm a rookie at this. <laughs> I got I got multiple. Well, I'm used to be behind the camera. Yeah. yeah. But, um, oh yeah. But what I was going to say about that is, um, first, you care about people, and you know that life is not in these relationships. Yeah. The worst thing you want to do is say, what can I get from you? What can I get from you? It's not what can yeah. I get, it's what can I give? That's it, right? How can I provide value? Yeah. So in that situation, mm-hmm. I said, hey, I'm the starting quarterback. I'm one of five main characters in the show. How can I help you make the best show you want to do? Yeah. How can I help you Oh yeah. Like get access to all my teammates? How can we all do this together? So I wasn't just focused on myself. Mm-hmm. Collaboration. I was like, how, how can we all do this? How can yeah. I help you? Yeah. And I think – Along the line, uh, as I've moved up in my career, um, to me, relationships have been key. And so yeah, much of that huge. is providing value to the other person, not just yeah. like, like, let me do something awesome for you that validates who I am and why you want to be friends with me. And all of these extra benefits will come down the line. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Now let's let's talk about he's playing in the CFL as a quarterback and you were juggling kind of two jobs. You created this other kind of lane for yourself, knowing that you wouldn't play forever. So you started to film, but you pitched your team that you're on to film this mini series. Maybe share about that. Yeah. So one of the first projects I ever did um, was a documentary um, 
on the Canadian Football League on our team while I was one of the quarterbacks. So basically what I did was um, during the offseason – so when you play in the CFL, it's completely different than the NFL. Yeah. It's obviously one-tenth the money, maybe one one-hundredth the money. <laughs> um, but um, you have six months completely off every offseason. Mm-hmm. So during the offseason, I, cr- I, I was like, I'm not going to play forever. I created yeah. a TV production company okay. um, with my then – girlfriend who became fiance became my wife so she was in the media too so mm-hmm. we started doing pr- smaller projects yeah, yeah things like that but then i was like oh when i was a senior at arizona or a junior i participated in this show i'm like i could do that now yeah but i didn't know anything i didn't know how to turn mm-hmm. on a camera i didn't know how to do anything so again it was all about relationships mm-hmm. so first i went to our head coach and i said hey I'd love to produce a documentary on our team, but I knew what did he want? He didn't want to give away access. So yeah. I said, Hey, I'm, we are the only people that are going to see this uh-huh. and you and I are going to approve what goes out. So that made him feel safe. Mm-hmm. So he was in. So then I'm like, okay, now I need to pay for this. So I looked at all my relationships. And at that time I gotten to know a company in Canada that was like the Canadian version of Jamba Juice. <laughs> so I went to them uh-huh. again, created relationship. Yeah. And later on, I said, hey, I have this opportunity. Would you guys love to be involved in this? They became the title sponsor of the show. They paid for it. Then I went and pitched it. That's awesome. But the crazy thing was, Uh we're filming this show. And I tell the story all the time to people, and they laugh. But I didn't have enough money at the time to have, like, hard knocks, like 30 cameras around, Uh right? I had two cameras at the game. Yeah. So, So, But you had to hire the people. So I I, I did everything. You were suited up. But I was playing. Yeah. Yeah. So I mic'd myself up. <laughs> and then I put an earpiece in my camera guy's ears uh-huh. while I'm the I'm, I'm the backup quarter. I'm not starting okay. at this point. Okay. I'm signaling the play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I would like signal in the play. And then I'd be like, number 83 on a corner route. So even though. All 83 mm-hmm. on this play. Yeah. Because so, you, you had only two cameras. They yeah. Can't, they can't catch everything. They, you know, because like NFL will have like 50 cameras at a game. Yeah. So you'll have a guy like just on Doug Baldwin. The oh, whole yeah, play. yeah, yeah, yeah. So if he happens to catch the ball, they had him from before the play. Mm-hmm. But otherwise, the guy would just shoot the quarterback. Yeah. Anyways, well, I digress. But the point is, it looked like we had 150 cameras. Because awesome. every play, <laughs> uh-huh. 83 came out of the huddle, and he was adjusting his gloves. Yeah. And then I had the quarterback, and then yeah. I had it from a guy up top. And oh yeah, it was. But the point of that whole thing was, it was all 100% relationship uh-huh. that made that happen. And you know, as I progressed. In my whole career, it's all been relationships. But in your yeah. connection with that lead sponsor, you became the like the, the marketing. I ended up becoming the role. director of marketing for that company <laughs> down the road. Yeah. That's nuts. So yeah, it's it's all about that. And even it's so funny. Like I look, I do a lot of stuff for ESPN now. Yeah. Uh-huh. And it was like I went to Africa on a trip with USA football, helping launch the sport of football in Africa. Mm-hmm. And they said, Hey, go along with this trip. There's three NFL players on it. Mm-hmm. Document it. Well, there was another camera person. Uh, who was on that trip. And instead of being like, you do your thing, I do my thing, I said, hey, we have the same goal here. Let's capture this trip. Why don't we work together? Yeah. By the end of that trip, we were really, really good friends. Three weeks later, she calls me and says, I have a project with ESPN. That's how I got my in. Yeah. ESPN didn't find me. I never yeah. wrote yeah. my resume and sent it to Bristol, Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a relationship that opened yeah. the door that got me in. It's huge. And then when you have a and, and and relationships, I I say too, are going to give you an opportunity. Yeah, yeah. But then it's up to you to crush it. That's it. But now tell us. We had this conversation last week on the phone about whatever space you're in, whatever <clears throat> field you're in. Yeah. It's finding the people who make like the call. Like how can you connect with them? Yeah. 
maybe expand on that a little bit. Yeah, and I think how you kind of worked your way through this this world that you're in. It's like there's a ton of people that want in and they want access mm-hmm. to this stuff, but you found a way. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. Like a lot of people talk about you know struggling artists and all these things, and um, I think what always helped me was at the University of Arizona, they didn't have a film department. They didn't have. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go there and study like how do I do lighting and how yeah. do I edit and how uh-huh. do I do all these things? They didn't have that, which was actually a blessing in disguise because mm-hmm. I went and got my business degree. And so by getting mm-hmm. my business degree mm-hmm. first, I was able to realize yeah. <clears throat> these kind of core, you know, pillars that allow you to move forward. So when I started to build my video business, I realized quickly, like, how do I get hired? Mm-hmm. You know, and like if you're a sales guy or anyone, yeah. who actually hires you? Who is that gatekeeper? Like it's not everyone at the company and mm-hmm. it's not every relationship. <clears throat> I learned at small companies, let's say like less than a million or $2 million, it's the CEO, it's the founder. Mm-hmm. So you got to connect with him. Mm-hmm. But if it's larger companies, it's the director of marketing. And then at a certain point, I realized I'm working with bigger and bigger companies. No longer can I connect with them. I'm going to connect with ad agencies because ad agencies represent all these companies. Yeah. So I make one mm-hmm. connection. Mm-hmm. Now I'm doing videos for 50 companies. Yeah. So actually when I grew my business, there was an ad agency in Phoenix, an ad agency in DC, and an ad agency in Canada. And between those three companies, I was more busy than I'd ever want to be. That's cool. That's now, really cool. Now we, we also have listeners that, that love uh, sport. And your childhood is very unique because your grandfather is one of the most winningest coaches in the history of football. Coach Frosty mm-hmm. Westering, maybe talk about what you learned about people, about leading, about just watching that. Yeah, growing up, <clears throat> going all the games. Yeah, I mean, I was, I was really. Like, I need like a water or something too. You guys have? Yeah, I got that for you. <laughs> this is funny. Shout out to the <laughs> worst. Brought to you by Lacroix. <laughs> to the worst drink of all time. I'm sorry. You don't like Lacroix? Haterade, bro. It's funny they have this on film sets all the time. It's like a standard <laughs> on every film uh-huh. set I'm on, and the running joke is like what the flavors actually are. Like, it's like hint of, hint yeah. of watermelon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I digress. Okay, <laughs> you digress. So we're talking about how <clears throat> relationships are king. It's everything in life and sport and business and marriage. It's a people's game. And yeah. Harvard researched over 75 years what brought what brings the most happiness. Mm-hmm. It's not cars, not money. It's relationships. Yeah. And I think your grandfather did <clears throat> that very well. He's, every single August, they'd go down to the Oregon coast. For breakaway, no footballs, yep, no helmets, no pads, but it was like connecting, playing games, talking, being being vulnerable. And you had a, a cool spot because you got to watch it growing up. And I, I I didn't get to be around it. Yeah, man, I wish. And, and I, I, I wish actually quote Frosty all the time, and I <laughs> yeah, I met him several times, but maybe talk about that. Yeah, so I mean, I was lucky. My my grandfather was Frosty Western. He was the ninth winningest coach in college football history. Never had a losing season. Yeah. Four national championships. And they didn't talk about winning uh-huh. and they didn't do all of these things. Yeah. And it was the most unique childhood being around that because I got to be embedded in a football team, a football culture mm-hmm. um, that was different than any other team in the, in the, in the country, really yeah. sports illustrated did an article about them and they called them the nicest team in football, which was interesting. But the cornerstone of what his whole program was about yeah. was, Motivating people by love, not fear. Mm, that's that was, awesome. That was it. Yeah. And he says, 
That's you can't so you can't play with someone. Yeah. And you can't play at a high level until you trust them like brothers. And you can't wow. trust someone until you know them. Yeah. So wow. every August, instead of doing Hell Week, he would take his entire team to the beach in Oregon. And they wouldn't bring a football. Mm-hmm. And for three days, they'd split up into teams and they'd do skits and piting contests. And they'd go to the beach and play softball. And That's so good. They yeah. came back so tight. Out of way, out of way. Out of way. But they came back so tight as a team. And uh, Joey, who's watching right now, could, could attest to this. But they would get in these pressure situations. And you've talked about this a lot. Mm-hmm. When you're in a pressure situation and the ball's in your hand and there's like one second left in the game, is it really your physical skills that are going to get you through that? No. 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 It's your mindset. Exactly. It's your confidence. Yeah. And it's your belief in each other. Mm-hmm. And so – he created a relationship in his team. And by creating a relationship in his team, they pulled for each other. Yeah. And they didn't they didn't worry about pressure situations. They'd say, yeah. people come to beat us, we come to be us, which is a great we, we've used comment. That. We've used that. that yeah. That's yeah. one, yeah. right? Yeah. You know, and uh, he talked so much about, you know, attitude uh-huh. and, and about how to, how to approach this. And he had two models of winning. And I don't want to get into all of this, but he says, basically... 99% of the world, he called it the red card, just as a funny analogy, but it's all about number one or no one. You have mm-hmm. to win. You have to do yeah, all yeah, this yeah. stuff, right? But he said, no, instead of trying to be the best, we just want to give it our best shot. Uh-huh. And so they focused all of their attention on their effort. Process over outcome. That's it. Yeah. yeah. Right? And Winning's a byproduct. Yeah. And they, and they didn't have this, literally, it was the fear of failure. Mm-hmm. They, didn't, they didn't care if they made a mistake. Flush it, move on, right? Yeah, man, we, and, we need more coaches like that. Yeah, and so being that. and being around that, that's all I knew growing up. Yeah, Actually, I thought every team Pete was like Carroll this. is kind of like that. He's in, very in a different way. He's very similar. Yeah, yeah. and uh, Kerr, Steve Kerr <clears throat> is a similar style. A lot, a lot of great coaches that I'm around yeah. incorporate that sort of yeah. thing in their teams, and what's it what makes them so successful. So growing up, I had that. So I've it, and I said I started to flourish once I realized I need to apply that. To my business. Yeah. And it worked. Well, tell us you won mm-hmm. some freaking hardware this last year. Yeah, I got I, I got mean, pretty blessed. Um, so we'll talk about, as we wrap mm-hmm. up, maybe tell us what, what you won, how would you win it, and how you connected with people <laughs> on, on that, along that journey. Yeah. So um, last year, I, I won a, a sports Emmy for um, best short documentary feature with ESPN College Game Day. And it was the story of this kid, Melvin Kane. Uh, from Maryland, he was a defensive end. Was born in Liberia, Africa, wow. into horrible poverty, mm-hmm. horrible. Chris Hippa, what's up, dog? Um, you know, Civil War, child soldiers, all this stuff. And his dad um, had gotten to come to the U.S. and he was able to send for his son, who was five years old. And at that time, he was just with yeah. his mom, and his mom was his whole world. Uh-huh. And she took him to the airport and said, "You need to get on this plane." And he's like, "Mom, I don't want to go. I, oh, I want to be with you." She's like, go for a better life. I promise you'll see oh me again. <laughs> Left to America when he was five. Yeah. Had never been back. Ends up becoming this stud defensive yeah, yeah, end. Yeah. Goes to Maryland. He's playing. He's a junior. And and now, I mean, it's not like he never talked to her again. I mean, we have phones. But, but and he, Skype. Didn't, he didn't get to hold her hand. or never. She didn't get to see him play. Had never seen him. And finally, he went to his coach. And he's like, off season, he's like, I got to get back. I have to see my mom. Mm-hmm. And lucky enough, again, relationship. It's all about relationship. Right? Because I knew this reporter, he said, hey, I'm going to Africa. He called is me. This, is it Gene? Gene Wojciechowski. Yeah. 
and uh, amazing ESPN reporter and said, hey, I want you to come with me. We're going to tell yeah. the story. But it's because you knew Gene really well. He trusted you that he, that he called yeah. you. And I knew the other producers at ESPN. Producer. And I think they were trying to kill me. They put me in all these funny situations. <laughs> but um, it, I, I, talk, I could talk at length about another thing that I think is huge, which is kind of creating a unique skill set. Mm-hmm. And what I bring to the table that most other camera guys don't in at there is I also produce. I can do my own sound. I also mm-hmm. edit. Yeah. So pretty much everyone else at ESPN that they hire will come in and shoot a story and then hand it off. But I'm one of few people that I will shoot it. I'll edit it. I'll put it all together. So they can send me. So efficient. I'm a ninja. (laughs) (laughs) Again, you're not a businessman. You're a business. You have like five people in one human being. Yeah. Well, that's that's what you got to do. You got to wear a lot of hats. And I'm 100% self-taught other than relationships. I never went to school for video production, uh-huh. but I did go to school for relationships and things growing up. With- but but it's the same thing. At, at this day and age, man, you can learn anything. You yeah. can. You can literally just, go to YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. YouTube. Yep. Just the greatest resource is resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. So how bad yep. do you want it? People yeah. want this instant gratification. It's, yeah, yeah. it's the but whole Matt Damon. It's the Matt Damon. Like, I did all this for $2.50 of late fees at the library. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, like, if you, wanna, if you want it, you can do it. And I completely yeah. made this life. So just to finish that story. So anyway, so they ended up calling me um, literally because I can, you know, go by myself to these crazy situations. And yeah. we go to Liberia. We're with Melvin. Mm-hmm. We drive an hour and a half outside of the capital. It's a tiny little town. Yeah, yeah. It's actually like, I mean, I get chills thinking about it. it's pouring down rain. And we get out of this van and his mom's sitting up on this That's stoop. Nuts. And he gets out. And they see each other and they just start running Gosh. and they just hug and hadn't cry. Yeah. yeah. Hadn't seen her. Hadn't seen your mom in 15 years. Jeez. And just what that meant. And this whole time he had carried a little photo in his wallet mm. of her mm-hmm. when he was five. And so the whole story kind of came full circle uh, meeting her. And uh, yeah, we ended up winning the Emmy for that story, which was, I think, a testament to a lot of hard work, but also just relationships got me into the right place at the right time. Yeah. I mean, that story was amazing. Yeah. All I had to do was not mess it up, but um, it was really relationships and everything I had done in my career had led me to that exact point. Mm-hmm. As we wrap up, I have two more questions. The, 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 this one now is I like giving people tools, simple systems. <clears throat> so to build those strong connections, do you have one to three keys <clears throat> that if we can think about that, if you reflect in your life that you've done, um, what, are, what are some like basics keys? Um, I know we're talking about value. Yeah. Earlier, but what, what else? Uh, number two is listen. I mean, I think sometimes you walk into situations and all everyone wants to do is say, me, 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 me. Yeah. I want to tell you about me. Care about the things that they care about. Ditch the pitch. Yep. You shouldn't have to convince <clears throat> someone. It should be if, win-win. Dude, if that guy is all about basketball, talk hoops. If that guy's all about, like, find out yeah. th- the people that you want to connect with. 100%. Find out what they mm-hmm. care about and care about that. Yeah. Right? It's good. The final key, if you're literally looking to move up, hire your mentors. I don't know if people think about this, but this is what I did. When I wanted to get better at shooting camera, I would go on the internet. I'd on Vimeo, not YouTube. Vimeo is more of the pro style. And I would look at people that did amazing Mm -hmm. things that were like kind of doing what I did. And then if I had a project, I'd hire them. And then you'd learn from them. I would lose money on a project just to be with this dude, Khalid. But, but or you're, you're gaining money up here. But I'm gaining set. knowledge. I'm literally yeah. like yeah. leveling up uh-huh. because I'm I'm such a sponge that yeah. I would like, if I shoot with someone one time, I will lo- know everything that they did. I'll mm-hmm. just study it, wow. right? So, yeah. But it's like if I called up 
hire your mentors. Yeah. If I call up this guy, if I call up this guy and I'd be like, Oh my gosh, bro, I would, I'd love to connect. I'd love to, can we get coffee? You'd be like, who are you weirdo? Right. But if I call him up and be like, I have a project in Hawaii. You can bring your wife. I'll pay for everything. Come work with me. Now all of a sudden we're equals before it's like, yeah, you're like looking up to him. He's Mm -hmm. above you. The moment you hire someone, you're almost what, above What if them. you don't have money? What if you're a teacher <clears throat> and you don't have money to uh, do that? He's, he's in high school. Um, <clears throat> that's a good question. <laughs> you know what he did, though, for, for this podcast? Yeah. He's like, we should do a podcast. <clears throat> I will produce it. <clears throat> Offer your skills. Help. Yeah. That's what he did. <clears throat> yeah. So, hey. And I we're on, what is this, 74? How many? This is 73. We, 73 episodes because he, he did that. Okay, last question because he's got school. Um, <laughs> you have a, a podcast you want you're going to start for this. Will, yeah, this launch. Maybe this Let's might be a platform. Give us an overview really quick <clears throat> while you Jeez. drink drink some more mad water. First thing I do is got to get used to talking this much. My voice <laughs> may go out, but um, yeah. So I'm launching a thing called 3D Podcast. Um, basically, it's the behind the scenes of all these stories that I do because mm-hmm. you know. I go to Africa, I tell the story, but like people see three minutes of it on TV and that's it. Yeah. But there's a whole story of how we got there. Mm-hmm. And I also am constantly meeting, uh, engaging with people all over the world that have really, really yeah. unique stories. So uh, I've always said to be successful, you got You can't just be one dimensional. You got to be mm-hmm. three dimensional. You know, for me, I'm a former athlete, I'm a filmmaker, and I'm a good communication communicator relationships guy. So those three things together. So I'm going to be diving into how these people are successful and the different dimensions of that. So hopefully my boy on the ones and twos, we'll get it going. Let's go. Team money. Let's do it. And that's that's playing to your strengths. Yeah. Yeah. And it's playing to what you're obsessed with, what you're curious about. I think that's how you add value to connect with other people. Yeah. And it's about about relationships. Uh Right? The reason I want to do it. Yeah. Can you bring value to other people? Maybe talk about what type of guests you're going to have on. You know, I'm gonna have athletes. I'm gonna have a lot of like, you know, ESPN personalities. You know, yeah. people that are in front of the camera that you see all the time. Yeah. I'm gonna have athletes. I'm gonna have businessmen. I, I I've done a lot of really unique travel things uh-huh. with CEOs and entrepreneurs. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of businessmen and uh, yeah, That's like it. anything else, I just want to uh, connect with people. That's it. Yeah, provide value. That's huge. Well, can they find you on Instagram? Do you have a Instagram? Website? Well, I'm gonna wait. To launch it. This is like so new. This is like the, the world premiere. I'll see him. Jason Ryan Creative. Yeah, if they want to find me, Jason Ryan Creative on Instagram. Follow the adventures. Um, I just got back from like a world tour with Deshaun Watson. Check out all that stuff. Um, just did some crazy stuff in Israel, France, and uh, headed next to India with the Sacramento Kings in October. So you definitely want to be on IG for that. Man, bro, I, I love you. I'm, love you, bro. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. Yeah, man. I can't wait to see what's next. The best is ahead. Started at the bottom. Literally right behind us in this weight room is where I started Old training. Valleys. Old Valleys, yeah. eighth grade. Coming soon, ladies and gentlemen, culture is king and the culture toolbox, tools to help your team be the best you can be to connect. And one of my keys, man, is, is connection, which builds trust, which creates being vulnerable as a group. But uh, you guys are amazing. We love you so much. Um, take care. Uh, make it happen. Hey, team money. The mind, wait, the body has limits. <laughs> but the mind is limitless. You guys are awesome. Thanks, guys.